I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Some may call you rat catchers, others mercenaries, but we prefer the term adventurers. And at the Grey Hill Free Company, we believe in one thing above all, adventurers together strong. Many have gone on to do some great things under our name. Not all of them good, but great things nevertheless. Hopefully you'll soon join their ranks. So gather round and let us regale you with one of the many stories of the Grey Hill Free Company. What else? Uh, what else in that room, Nathan? Yeah, is that all you found, Nathan? Yeah. Oh, yes. Sorry, I completely forgot. Um, in the other lockbox, <laughs> there was a, a, a aura of necromancy. Ah, well... Yes, necromancy. Uh, that's uh, the poor Marquis oh, situation. Oh, of course, it's that his whole deal. Delicate situation. Yeah, yeah. powerful necromantic magic. Yeah. Whatever he was storing there would have been very, very powerful. Now, and I write something down in my notebook. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah, there's a little thoughts occurred to 50 chickens, but I'll say it when we're out of earshot of the bank people. Um, All right. Just because it could be sensitive information. Well, I think it'd be worthwhile if we went to speak to the Marquis, I think. Um, as well as the uh, Prince of Darkness. What was the other fellow's um, name? Uh, the the, the, the shadow, shadow Soul. Sh- shadow Soul, yeah. Uh, other people here, by the way, if you wanted to, just letting you know, mm. you have yet to speak to the head of staff, Arthur Gregory. You have yet to oh, talk yeah. to him. You don't necessarily have to. I'm not necessarily saying that there's anything important there. I'm just reminding you of that. Do you want to speak to Arthur Gregory? Do you think it'd be worthwhile? I, I, th- I think it's a very good idea to find out what the staff think. I actually had quite a large staff myself. Uh, oh yeah, and uh, honestly, keeping them running smoothly—it was—it was a, it was a full-time job. They called me a stay-at-home mother, but I wasn't. I, oh, you know, no. I ran a house. Hardest job there anyway, is. Anyway, I'm sure Arthur Gregory understands this sort of, of course, this sort of idea. Yeah, let's uh, let's go uh, chat right. to him. Arthur is maybe chatting to, when you approach him, you can see there are a bunch of like tellers and other bank staff here, and he's just kind of like directing them. Obviously, this has been a big disruption to their day, so he's like trying to get everything back under control. When he sees you approaching, though, he turns around, shoes some of them away, and turns around to face you. Sorry to interrupt. It's okay. That's, uh, that's all right. Uh, Arthur, he says, um, you, I assume, need to speak to me? Yeah. 
Yes, we're investigating this awful, awful theft, and we're, and we're so sorry. Uh, it's very difficult, I'm sure. Yeah, well, uh, uh, my head isn't the one that's going to roll for this, so thank you for your worry, though. Uh, I guess what, what impacts a workplace impacts you, you. You must be very proud of the work you do. Oh, yes, I would say I am. Yeah, I feel like I do. Uh, I'm I very. I, th- yeah, I think I work hard. Sure, of course. It looks like you're working hard. That's what I thought when I first saw you. That guy's a hard worker. Uh, you're the only fellow who knows the key code, the passcode to get in, yeah? That is correct, yes. Who told you? Who, who'd you learn it off? I learned it off my predecessor. Where's he? Dead, I think. Sure, I yeah, just asking. Okay, so he's passed away. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, he was a member of the Hardbark family, though. I think he would be above reproach if you're worried about that. No, that's not at all what I'm implying. I just want to get the facts straight. That's how my mind works. I got to get sure. it all laid out, and then we can figure out what's going on. So uh, you didn't hear oh, any... Oh, do you need a list of people who were here yesterday, he says? I, that would be... Yeah, that, yeah, that I can give be, you that. Uh, yeah, yes, I, I organize that. Thank you. you. You're two steps ahead. Yeah. That's why you're so good at your job. <laughs> He, uh, he, he seems to be very, the flattery seems to be working. <laughs> he like smiles. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We'll get that list off him. Is there right. anything else? He gives you the list. Him? Do you ask him anything specific? Mm. Have you traveled recently? Mm. No, he says. You absolutely should. I recently did, and it changed my life. It's very easy to get caught up in this little bubble we live in, you know, and it all becomes very hard to sort of see from the outside. I'm mm. doing this while he's, you know, finding <laughs> yeah, 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 he's yeah. like rustling through for papers. Uh, yes, so we had five visitors yesterday. The first was Mappy Wormheart. Jeez. <laughs> He is a name he's got on him. He's a bodyguard working for one of the wealthy families who live here in Lithgow in the uh, Young Z section of the city. We had then Nobog. Okay. Looks really curiously at this one. (laughs) Uh, Nobog was a, is a Cyclops. Oh. uh, Who had the paperwork to access one of the boxes. Um, You could tell us which box, could you? Oh, uh, yes, I can actually. He shuffles through some more papers. Uh, it it wasn't his. It was. It just says Frost Giants. He says, okay. <laughs> looking at the piece of paper. I guess they didn't give a name. <laughs> sure, of course. And the person after that was a Alex Stone. He says, Alex. and then you can see he quite clearly hesitates before he gives you a paper, <laughs> but he gives it to you, and you see. In, on the documentation, she is listed as old crone in brackets, <laughs> Alex Stone. That rolls. Uh, she lives somewhere in the Undertown, which you would know is kind of like the lower, literally, it is underneath. It's like it, part of the sewer network oh. of Lithgow. There is a town within there called the Undertown. Is that abnormal for somebody of such a low status to have a lockbox to you? It's not common. He says, but the head of the Thieves Guild banks with us. Of course. Darling, this is what happens to women in our society. Once they're cast aside by, for example, their husbands. Of course. Just thinking of an example off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're called crones and they're yeah. made to live in the sewers. It's it's, dis- honestly, it's, it's, it's disgusting. A travesty is yeah. what uh, it is. We don't have an address for her, so uh, unfortunately I, I can't help you any further with that. Uh, then there was Thomas Becker, who also lives in the under uh, in the undertown. He is the uh, high priest of the uh, of the local church. He says, and you can see he's a bit sheepish about it again. 
Hey, do you know anything about that church? Um, I'm not a religious your... man myself, but uh, it's always interesting to hear how mm. how the other faiths uh, operate, how they live. No, he says, can't say that I do. Sure. Okay. Elizabeth, he quite obviously is hiding something. Would you also like to try a persuasion check? Oh, it would be just such an example of your usual thoroughness and can-do attitude. If you could just dig deep and think of something (laughs) more about this church or this man for us. Flattery does what the long arm of the law could not (laughs) He kind of sighs and says, uh, yes, he, it's a, a church devoted to a god called Gaz. He says, the Church of Gaz, it's, um, Gaz is like the, the god of assassins. Oh, okay. Mm. Mm. I'd just be careful while I was there. Of course. If I were you. Yeah, yeah we would. He, he's perfectly polite. Us. The area of the city you're in right now is called the Common Grounds. It's like just the, the largest part of the city where most people live. Uh, when he's in the common grounds, he is perfectly polite, but guards refuse to go to the undertown, so sure, uh, sure. things are a little bit more carefree there. And and we can be sure that none of these people uh, were the ones robbed. Yes, we know that. Yes. Yeah. Just speaking out loud no, of to course. myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did this... Uh... And then finally, Corbett, the Shadow Soul, yeah, the, yes. one of the people who... He's was also there. been... He's lost his uh, whole vault, yeah. He's all yeah. lockbox, that's him. He came in with, uh, he's one of few people who are allowed um, extra help when they're in the, when they're in the um, vault. Why is that? I don't know. He starts shuffling through his papers. His file is quite old. I think it predated my predecessor. Um, wow, really old. He starts like really filing through it. Huh. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, yeah, I, I don't think we have paperwork from back then. I don't know why he's just always been allowed two bodyguards. That's very interesting. Yeah. Well, I think it would uh, behoove us mm. to speak to uh, the Lich and uh, this Shadow Soul as well. Yes, yes. I think that would be worthwhile. I also wouldn't mind chatting to this uh, this High Priest of Gaz. The high priest of Gaz, you have the, you don't know where he lives, but you do have the address of the church. Okay. The Corbett, you uh, both would know, he's a wealthy enough merchant that he has like a uh, a merchant house, his own kind of like mini market, if yeah. you will. And then did you want to see the Marquis as well? Mm. I think so, yeah. Mm. The Marquis yeah. Uh, has a manor within the Yongzi section. I guess what's closest? <laughs> yeah, good question. You would be currently quite close, you know, to the Yongzi section. So if you wanted to speak to Mappy Wormheart, the dragon, and the Marquis, they would be the closest stops. Is there an adventurer's guild in the city? I believe so, yes, he says. Could you tell me where that is? Yeah, he gives you an address. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Is there anything else I can help with? You've been yeah. the picture of health. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, if, yeah, if you need to come back and ask me any questions, I work here. Most days. Yeah, I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. You set out from the coin house. Yeah. You head towards the Yangtze section. It is a separate walled section of the city. It's basically a giant gated mm. community. As you approach, this section of the city has its own town guard, separate from the rest of the town guard who just police this section of the city. As you approach, the gateway is closed. Two of them, two of these guards approach you in their much nicer mm. regalia. And one of them says, business. Elizabeth Mountain Goat to see the Marquis. 
Is he expecting you? We're old friends. I was in <laughs> town. I brunched with him once, and I thought I should look up my dear friend, the Marquis. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to do what's called a luck check. So I'm going to roll a dice, and it's either going to roll really high or really low. If you guess correctly, you get lucky as it is, and your last dealing with the Marquis is pleasant enough that he hears your name and he's like, yeah, let him in. (laughs) But if you roll and you guess wrong, Uh you are about to be turfed out of the city. (laughs) So highs or lows? Highs. One of the guards goes away to inform the Marquis that you're here to see him. And when he comes back, he like gestures to the other guards and they open the gate to let you in. The Young Z section is gorgeous. It's, jeez. Just the greenery, the natural greenery of this local land has been beautifully incorporated to the many manors, mansions, and palaces, wow. almost, of this part of the city. Oh, lovely. Look at this place. I don't, I don't miss this. I, you know, I, you know, I've really, <laughs> I found myself on the wide open road, yeah. uh, and I've really given myself to that, and... But I, I do I do admire civics. Wow, still. you gotta appreciate the uh, inherent beauty of yeah. it, even if you can understand the, you know, the rot that uh, lies beneath uh, a lot of it. Mm. Right. You approach a kind of like a very imagine the Adams family home. <laughs> mm. <laughs> cool. You you approach basically that. As you're walking up the steps to the, this grand, giant oak door, it swings open of its own accord, and standing in the doorway is, well, a decrepit old man. He wears beautiful, fine, black velvet robes, and he, he, he normally he would have a hood that covers his head, but for, for, the, for the four of you, he has pushed it back to welcome you into his home. His, he looks like a corpse, like what he is. He <laughs> himself... Yeah looks horrible Mm. but his clothing and the house behind him looks incredible you can see that he has like tattoos arcane sigils tattooed all over his leathery flesh and as you approach he bows low for you elizabeth and you hear (laughs) of all of his joints (laughs) oh my kiss it's so good to see you oh wonderful Enchanted, he says. <laughs> you look just so velvety. <laughs> he puts out a hand for you to put your hand in his so that he can kiss your hand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do so. <laughs> he presses his, his the rictus grin that is his mouth. He presses it to your hand and you... Thank the gods that there is no moisture in his body. <laughs> oh, you, you remind me of my ex-husband. <laughs> <laughs> he gives you a wiry smile like you're flirting <laughs> and says, behave. <laughs> he lets you into his house. There's a like a, a Franken, like with the Adams family, yeah. there's a Frankenstein. He's got a lurch. Yeah, he's got a lurch. Yeah. <laughs> Who takes your coats. Thank you very much. Thanks for that. There's a, a large part of like the, the dining hall. Oh, sorry, part of this open area, the, the atrium, is an um, archway. And you can see through to that is a dining hall, which has been laid out with some kind of like sweet meats, some fruits and stuff like that, obviously for you, and, uh, and some teas. Thank you very much. Thank you kindly. Uh, you sit down around the table. I'll grab an apple and start eating. 
Okay. Darling, we are here about this dreadful theft. What can we do? Theft? <laughs> he looks a little surprised. Well, we... Uh, maybe we've been misinformed, but we heard that you'd had something stolen from your lockbox. He stands up, rigid straight. All pretense of pleasantry is gone now. <laughs> he, His eyes kind of almost as if... Looks like his eyes shrink further into his skull. Now, I'd like to continue. I had an aunt. Uh, She was thinking about becoming a lich like yourself. And she was telling me that a big part of that is you need something called a... uh, a, What is it? A phylactery. Get a good boy card. I was so (laughs) hoping you'd know this. I figured it out, baby. And I and I was thinking, gee, because if you had a phylactery, that's what you. I turned to the rest of the Grey Hole Free Company. You keep your uh, soul in that. That's uh, the thing that if it's destroyed, you lose your powers as a lich. Uh, and I was thinking, gee, if I had a phylactery, I'd want to keep that somewhere safe. And this... then I was thinking, what's the safest place in the city? Why it's got to be the vaults, isn't it? This lich, this corpse, does not need to breathe. But by the time <laughs> you are done talking, his chest is heaving. Beneath his velvety cloak. And beneath be- his velvety uh, uh, coat. Whatever he's wearing. His clothes. I, <laughs> so if that got stolen from me, what? Jeez, I'd be feeling pretty stressed right about now. <sighs> <sighs> do you know anybody that might want to do that to you? No, he says. <laughs> Both of you need to make a inside check. <laughs> this is why we cannot... <laughs> Put our faith in material objects. Yeah. If it doesn't spark joy, let it go. (laughs) Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 50 Chickens. It's really hard to read a face that's stretched into an internal. I really love this. Chickens is like a former detective, and I have the worst inside in the world. You just keep rolling really poorly. Uh, Elizabeth, on the other hand, you, you have known your friend, you've known this person for so long, every little, like, gesture and motion of his body you are attuned to, you know he knows exactly who did this, but you also know that he's not going to tell you. 
If there's one thing I've learned, it's how to read the moods of soulless men. <laughs> <laughs> Get a good boy card. Draw another card. Get one. Honestly. We, w- we want you to get your belongings back to you as much as you do. We're here for you. We've been, we're, we're your helpers. You can trust us. What you can tell us will just help. We'll make the whole thing. And you know me, you know, I'm the soul of discretion. She's a locked box, huh? That you are a close friend is the only reason I extend this courtesy to you now. Leave, he says. <laughs> ah. Oh. Right. I see. Uh, well, uh, I'd like to put the apple still in my mouth, stand up from the table. We don't want to be causing you any further distress. As you're walking out, some drapes pull closed, just once again of their own accord, pull closed to, to stop you from being able to see the dining room. But the second they close, you hear a terrific crashing sound, and you assume that that giant table has just been overturned. <laughs> well, one thing we've learned from this is that whoever has his phylactery, they've not destroyed it yet. So I'm thinking blackmail. Mm. You have his life in your hands at this point. But why haven't they approached him yet? Mm. And why didn't the bank tell him? Yeah. They should have really told him. That seems that, like that would have been a priority. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You step out from his manor, and you could, if you wanted to, while you're here, you could go speak to Mappy Wormheart, the dragon bodyguard. Or you could leave if you don't think that they're a likely candidate for anything. I think we should deal with the victims first. Sure. Just, you know. Get that out of the way. Also seems like they don't know that they're the victims. So we might play that differently next time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I sort of was on the assumption he knew what had happened. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Let's uh, let's go find this. uh, uh, Corbett the Shadow Soul. Yeah. Shadow Soul. That's right. Nathan, what? What have you got in your hand? What did you take from the lich's dinner table? <laughs> Is that a handful of dried apricots? Nathan. Nathan shoves them into his mouth. Uh, no. <laughs> it's, fine, it's fine if you took the apricot. I took an apple. It's, it's, a, it's a hungry jo- It's hungry work. Corbett the Shadow Soul. The Shadow Soul. His house is in the common grounds. So, Or his little like uh, uh, mini-mart, if you will, is in the common grounds. So you leave back the way that you came and you head through uh, to like the, there's this giant kind of sea of tents of different like market stalls. And as you're, you're kind of like buffeted by people trying to go for the hard sell, yeah, you know, yeah. you almost at some points need to physically arm and sh- hip and shoulder your way through crowds of people trying to sell you all different types of foods, wares, whatnot. But eventually you find yourself outside this old manor like building made entirely of wood. It's maybe a three-story building, but each story is slightly wider than the previous one, Mm -hmm. giving it an appearance that with a strong wind, it might simply just topple over. All right. Mm -hmm. You walk into the bottom floor, and the bottom floor is kind of more the same, but these, all of these little market stalls here look like they're probably owned by the same person. You can see that there's kind of like a consistent style if you will, to these market stalls. And all of them, none of them seem to be competing with each other. Like all of them sell different things. And 
well, yeah, you probably, if you spent any time in Lithgow, would know. This is kind of like a common occurrence where one person will kind of just like dominate a specific area of all of these market stalls. Which is, is anybody selling is... tobacco? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I got to force myself to walk They're past not, it. At the very least, they when you come... When you come into this Minimart area, it's kind of assumed that you are here to buy something because mm-hmm. there's not much other reason to be here. So the people here are a lot less pushy, especially since okay. there's no That's nice. That's real good. competition. It's kind of literally like a precursor to a supermarket, you could imagine. <laughs> you approach like a service desk mm-hmm. and there's a person working there, clacking away like Miss Pecan. We'd like to chat to uh, Shadow Soul if we could. Regarding an uh, incident at the bank. This, the person stops, looks at you quizzically, and says, no one speaks to Shadow Soul. Uh, Trust me, <laughs> he'll want to. It's, it's, uh, ask him if he's concerned about anything he has at the bank. This is not a threat. No, no. She goes up, and she walks away, and she comes back with a figure in full plate armor. It's... So heavy, so like cumbersome, this armor, you cannot see a single inch of their skin. The person clearly does not understand personal space, steps like right up to you and says, Follow me. Sure. They turn around and lead you up to the top of the building. There's essentially a throne room. (laughs) All right. But instead of a throne, you see a red velvet curtain which covers where the throne would be. This person in the full plate armor stands next to a identical person in full plate armor. Obviously, you can't see either one of them. I mean, identical armor. Mm-hmm. When both of them are motionless, they literally look like just decorative suits of armor. Did it sound like a human voice coming out of the armor? Um, or like a dead person's voice? Uh, <laughs> hard to tell. Okay. Yeah, no worries. Unfortunately, yeah, beneath all of that armor, it's yeah, it's just genuinely hard to tell. Like, I mean, I made that noise. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> touch wood, I'm alive. Uh, from, from behind the velvet curtain, you hear, hello, how can I help you? Oh, it's like community theater. <laughs> uh, we're members of the Greyhill Free Company. We're investigating a case, and... Uh, we think it, well, we do have information that might pertain to you. You've been to the bank recently? Hmm, have I been to the bank? Yes, I was there yesterday. You mean the hard bark coin house? I, I, do, I do mean the hard bark coin house. While you're chatting to Shadow Soul, yeah. Elizabeth, you notice as, like, there's a little bit of movement off to one side. You turn around and you catch just a very short glimpse of a uh, like a side room in that side room you see that there is like a like a circle written on the ground and arcane sigils all around it you can see that there is puffing smoke with little machines and on tables you can see all sorts of different alchemical reagents it's just like a brief moment and then the door shuts and you're not sure what shut the door at first you think it's like another one of those many different doors and curtains that close themselves. But then you see scuttering on the floor a hand. Just a hand. Which had obviously just closed the door. The hand scutters up to where the red velvet curtain is, hops up, and then just paces back and forth in front of it. Um, We were down at the bank. Uh, There's been, a, I suppose, a robbery. And uh, one of the lockboxes that's been, uh, well... 
your lockbox is involved. It's actually been completely removed. We're very sorry. Yeah, sorry to be the bearer. It's a bad news. Hmm. This is concerning, he says. Hmm. Uh, I have much to think on. You have questions for me, I assume. Well, sure. Um, I suppose my first question, and you, you might not want to answer this. Which what is I kept enough. in the lockbox? You beat me to it. Yeah. I kept my phylactery in the lockbox. Mm. Oh. <laughs> the curtains are slowly pulled aside, and you see a brain in a jar. <laughs> Adam Carnavale, you motherfucker. (laughs) The brain is quite obviously rotted. (laughs) Well, that's a first. A a man who's just a brain. (laughs) I eschewed my useless body years ago. Yes, yes. Uh, I really do respect that. I've also been letting go of a lot of things recently. Let it pass. That's what I say. Romeo, carry me. One of the two suits of armor turns around, walks over, and picks up the brain in a jar. I I, I gotta admit, if uh, it was my phylactery that had been taken, not that I have one, the flesh and blood right here, but if it was my phylactery, I'd be kind of more concerned than it seems like you are now. Mm. It is a curious thing to have one's phylactery stolen, especially since I would have... Uh, would assume that there was a reason for it. Yes. Do you know the reason for my phylactery to be stolen? Well, we're trying to figure that out. Uh, can you think of anybody that might want to steal your phylactery? Uh, you're a powerful man. If people knew that you had one, then maybe the destruction of it could uh, you know, help them get up in the, in the business world, something like that. Romeo, closer. Romeo carries the brain so that it is within, like, casual speaking distance. (laughs) Yes, the brain says. I believe I have a suspect for you. Oh, yeah? The cleric, Thomas Becker. Mm. Ah. He is, by all accounts, a scallywag. (laughs) I believe he means to perhaps use my phylactery in some sort of ritual. To his vile god. Though, I cannot deny, it is also possible that Alex Stone has taken them. Why would Alex Stone take it? She is a hag, a witch, ah. if you will. She lives in a bog <laughs> under the city. A strong older woman who lives in interesting <laughs> housing choices. <laughs> Honestly. There's nothing wrong with living in the bog. <laughs> Romeo, turn. <laughs> the brain in a jar turns so that the brain is facing you, Elizabeth. Yes, you're very right. It is a terrible shame how society treats the hag. But, Romeo, turn. <laughs> it turns again. I think it may be that she could have also taken it. She is, as hags are want, one who is fascinated by the dark arts, not unlike Romeo Turn, <laughs> myself. 
This um, this ritual that you were talking about before with the cleric, what kind of, what makes you think that he'd be after phylacteries? There is a ritual, a event to be happening soon, to be held soon. Uh, I believe it's called the Rite of Eternal Silence. It requires a live sacrifice. And I am given to understand that a phylactery is the livest of sacrifices. It just needs the one. I ask. Yes. Okay. And, and what? And what would this ritual? This uh, this uh, act of silence? Uh, the eternal silence. The eternal silence. What? What? What's that in aid of? Um, I'm not sure the specifics of it. You would have to ask him. It's very interesting. See, I when I found myself on my recent hike, I also provided a sort of ritual. Uh, I got to the top of the mountain, I threw my shoes off. <laughs> it was symbolic, I guess. Maybe this is a very symbolic gesture. I think, yeah, yes, very possibly, yes. yeah. I'll have to ask. I, hmm. Yes. I have much to think on. I maybe might need to prepare a new vessel for a phylactery. Anyway, do you have any other questions? What do you do here? I'm mints, he says, <laughs> for the most part, but I am also given to Juliet. Show them. <laughs> the other the other suit of armor walks over to a... Oh, the walls of this room are yeah. all velvet, like mm-hmm. the curtain that mm-hmm. he was hiding behind. She grabs one of the uh, these curtains and pulls at it, and you see, instead of a wall, there is a stage oh. behind one of these curtains, and behind, standing on the stage are several zombies, still <laughs> and completely silent. Mm. The theater. Show them. Oh, no. Okay. You can, if you want, at any point, <laughs> attempt to leave as a showing of Romeo and Juliet <laughs> is performed for you. Oh, so much fun. Yeah, it's smashing incredible production. If you think wow. high school Romeo and Juliet is bad, <laughs> imagine when it's just moans and grunts. Capulet, I've caused the name. As I often say, a phylactery won't find itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Off yeah, we go. It could not be more thrilling as this yes. is. We've really got a lot All more right. uh, places to go. All right, we live to serve. <laughs> As we leave, I'd like to turn to the rest of the company and be like, it's interesting. I keep thinking about it. It's it's struck me since the moment we arrived in the vault. One of the lockboxes was taken away, teleported. But the other was left behind. And now we got two situations, one with the crone, one with the priest, that require a phylactery. Is it that we got two cases, two separate robberies? Or are they working together? Or is the brain in a jar loopy and he doesn't know what he's talking about? Or could it be one of those marvelous coincidences that the universe <laughs> throws up to remind us that our place in the, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it could all be very random. You gotta allow for moments of serendipity. You're right. I think Elizabeth is right, <laughs> says Nathan. Nathan, Nathan, you're a good boy. <laughs> Nathan looks expectantly at Gaius, who may- continues to say nothing. Man, man in few words. Gaius, so. do you need a drink of water or something? <laughs> Gaius shakes his head okay, solemnly. Wonderful. Well, um, I say, 
Well, uh, let's go the crone of the crone of the. Do we want to visit the crone in the mud, or do we want to visit the the leader of the assassins' church? <laughs> What's the next step? They're both in the undercity, so I guess eat the raw. You find the nearest sewer grate, open it, and climb down in. <laughs> That's all for today. Don't forget to check in next time, where we'll continue this story of the Grey Hill Free Company. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.